ADHD Babes, the podcast, a podcast hosted by the ADHD Babes community for the community. Join us every two weeks to share in our babes' personal experiences, get useful tools and be educated by special guests in topics such as ADHD management, relationships, general well-being, tech and fun, culture and more. Please note, nothing mentioned during the podcast is meant as a diagnosis. If you believe you have ADHD, please seek professional advice and visit or join ADHDbabes.com for help with diagnosis. No clinical diagnosis is required to join. And now, you're listening to the next episode of ADHD Babes, the podcast. Hello, thank you for joining us and welcome to this episode on nutrition. Before we get started, a quick update for our ADHD babes. We've now officially launched the ADHD babes website where you'll find blog posts, resources, and learn a bit more about us. We have been working towards becoming more sustainable as an organization and increasing our capacity to support the community. Keep your eyes peeled as we launch our new membership details. These can be found on the website, www.adhdbabes.com. Today's episode is hosted by me, Kessie, and me, Tyra. And joining in on the discussion today, we have a very special guest, Penny Bell, a wellness coach. Welcome, Penny. Tell us a bit more about yourself, how you got interested in wellness and nutrition, and what made you decide to become a wellness coach. Hi. So, yeah, I'm Penny. Um, I, straight to the point, um, when I was 30, so about six years ago, um, I experienced my first ever encounter with mental health I knew nothing about it um, and it was through being diagnosed with ADHD um, that I yeah I, I just realized how important our mental health is of course how little I had heard about it in school in uni everywhere that I'd worked And so on my own journey to try to understand it and see how ADHD had impacted my life, um, I just wanted to help other people do the same. And it kind of links straight into nutrition. So of course, I'm not a nutritionist or dietitian or anything of the sort, but I was petrified of the idea of taking mental health medication. So the stigma around mental health in general was still kind of with me, although I was very passionate about normalizing it there were still things that I didn't understand and was completely scared of and you know medication was one of those things that I just thought I'm gonna you know if if ADHD has presented some struggles in my life but you know not debilitated me completely then if I take medication that might help me with some of these things what if it actually changes me as a person? Because I found loads of amazing things linked to ADHD and traits that um, ADHD has had. I was quite proud to have myself. And I was like, hold on, what if the medication takes all this away? Yeah, completely get you there. Yeah. 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 So I just started to, you know, I, I just started to research what ways to manage ADHD without medication. My the, the doctor that I spoke to at the time said that I wouldn't be able to manage ADHD without medication and that, 
you know, therapy wouldn't be enough. Because I was just like, can't you just give me, like, can't you just talk to me about what to do? He's like, no, yeah. you, you know, you need medication, seriously. Yeah. I was like, thanks, hon. But, um, <laughs> do you think I... it's like a, like a band-aid or, like, because mm. you're an adult, it's like, no, these behaviours are, like, ingrained in you now. Therapy yeah. won't work. So. Yeah, and learning what I do about the healthcare, kind of, you know, not generalising or dissing anyone, but knowing what the you know the role of a psychiatrist is and it's to prescribe I understand why in the short appointment all they can do is give you something in that moment to fix it so yeah food was the thing that I stumbled upon um as a first point of kind of you know attacking it um if that's the right word and yeah and so I became very passionate about understanding our, our gut brain connection and and trying to yeah just do what I can to help others do the same so yeah that's what led to the coaching and it I always talk about food with everyone that I coach but also just you know understanding yourself and figuring out systems that work for you as well so yeah that's so awesome yeah. <laughs> great now, I am interested in like research, no, the research that you've done in regard to managing ADHD without any medication. Like, that's such a not hot topic. I mean, it is a hot topic, actually. Yeah, because, yeah. Kind of like the medication or not medication, like, which route do you go down? And it's so like divisive. And it's mm. kind of like, oh, well, you've got ADHD. So, does that mean you've got Adderall? Or do you have this? Yeah. <laughs> give me some because oh, it's just like, actually I'm just going through it on my own and they're like oh right right I see how that is yeah. it's, <laughs> it's quite like... um quite like interested to hear as well about um because like in a sense for me sometimes ADHD shows up it showed up as something that I couldn't control something that was out of my control um but diet has always been something that I could control um and something that um I mean it's like long results but ultimately like you can see them so I'm just I'm quite interested to yeah hear a bit more, more about what you said about like the relationship with your gut and that kind of thing yeah you're you're you know for the the thing that I think I you know the, the way that I would say ADHD had impacted me obviously was you know the way that I felt the way that I couldn't control how I felt and that was mm. with my emotions with my yeah mood. the volatility of it yeah mm. and and I didn't know I didn't know that that's what I was experiencing I had quite a traumatic childhood and young womanhood yeah. so I was aware that you know going through hard things creates behaviors that reflect you've been through hard things I always had hope that you know healing is possible I always clung to, you know, I'll, I'll pray my way through this and, it, and mm. <laughs> I'll use everything I've kind of experienced to help others. But I didn't actually know that actually that feeling that you go through is anxiety. That what, you know, that that oddness you experience throughout the day is you, you're not producing many happy chemicals, mm. you know. And for people who have ADHD, one of the things that I learned that kind of determines well, there's a few, there's a few main points that I've kind of learned. And again, it's different for everyone. And as time's gone on, I've researched and experienced and learned so much more. 
But a few of the things that stood out to me um, that I learned is that people with ADHD have an interest-based nervous system. Mm. We also don't produce as much dopamine um, and you know serotonin, which are chemicals that make you feel good, happy chemical and reward chemical. And um, we have, uh, you know, we struggle to focus. <laughs> we, yeah, we act are, on impulse. You know, and, and some of these <laughs> things help me to really understand what it is that I'm experiencing. And with the gut brain connection, you know, without getting too sciencey, mm. I think it's about <laughs> 70%. So serotonin is your happy hormone. It's the chemical mm. that releases, everyone accesses it and releases it throughout the day to kind of keep you balanced. Um, and if you're not producing these hormones as much, you're, that's one thing. So you've, you know, you've got to find ways. And that's why people with ADHD might just change tasks in the middle of a task, because that task is a bit boring. There's no dopamine. There's no reward. There's no good feeling attached. The importance of it flies out the window. So mm. you can find that you, you know, you bounce around from tasks and people say, oh, you can't focus. Maybe I just am focusing on trying to find dopamine. <laughs> maybe yeah. I, I, you know, maybe that's well, maybe I'm focused is. on everything all at the yeah. same time. <laughs> and, and I would rather focus on the things that give me a, a normal amount yeah. of dopamine. Um, but 70% of serotonin is produced in your gut. Yeah. Um, and so if your gut isn't healthy, then you can't, you know, it, it's leaking out. You can't access mm. it. So, yeah, that that was something that I learned that really helped me to because I, unlike you, I have always been quite bad at sticking with diets and and trying to, you know, stick with things that are good for me, mm. um, especially well, with... that's only new since my diagnosis yeah before I was oh, okay. very bad oh yeah so if so I was one... bored I would eat that's what oh, yeah. I didn't know that I was feeling boredom right so it was like oh how do I deal with this boredom I'm gonna eat something and food, yeah. and food. Dopamine. I, and your dopamine could have been dropping and exactly. the food gives it to you exactly. even yeah. thinking about food can give it to you so yeah so knowing that and mm. and this isn't just for ADHD this is for everybody that has any kind not not even a mental health struggle or issue or condition but just if you're trying to prioritize your mental health you have to think about what you're putting yeah. into your body because your mm -hmm. gut and your brain are directly connected so yeah 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 that's awesome yeah. thank you <laughs> so I suppose we've kind of answered the first question um why is it important to eat well especially with someone with ADHD um I think like there's like another element of that. Maybe I'm going like too into it. Because obviously like there's the, the gut element and a lot of these, um, they're hormones, right? Yeah, yeah. being produced in the gut. Um, but also like uh, being a, a woman or a person that menstruates, um, like your ADHD affects your... Um, cycle doesn't it like like when you're in certain areas of your cycle when you have ADHD like your moods are a lot are sp spike a lot more and they're a lot more volatile which is something that I didn't know um and so there are things like uh, certain seeds that you can take to like up your estrogen levels or like progesterone mm -hmm. levels and that kind of thing and again like just having that knowledge and knowing that about your nutrition um again like it's helped me manage my moods like through my cycle and that kind of thing um it's called seed cycling and it's just like another mm. another thing that's 
helped helps me manage my ADHD. Um, yeah, so just like knowing these little tricks and stuff, I think I think is important. Definitely. Go on to the next question. Um, I'm, I'm actually interested to know. Um, what is your favorite <laughs> go-to nutritious meal and why? Um, so go-to. So I guess these kind of like I love variety. Mm-hmm. So if I was to say like these kind of like, I guess when I got inspired to make these on the menu at the the brunch place that I went to it was called like a power bowl um and or you you know you could call it I when I say salad it makes it sound a lot lighter than it is and like you just bung it all into a bowl but I go in like I love to cook anyway it's mm-hmm. definitely therapeutic for me um so what I've got into the habit of doing and as you know once you find something you like you cling to it for the longest of time mm-hmm. um I've just been making these power bowls that have pure goodness pure leafy you know lots of leaves lots of greens but also things that I I cook things that go into them so I might have lentils um it it can sound boring but I'll send a picture and you will understand (laughs) Uh, you'll understand but I just like variety so I might have like seven different things in this big bowl Mm -hmm. um and yeah it, it keeps me stimulated again we always trying to ADHD brains understimulated so having a big plate of one thing can actually come across boring for me and afterwards I start to look Mm -hmm. for something else but yeah I just for instance the last one I had I had collard greens in it I had loads of um, arugula it's called arugula here but in England it's called rocket loads of spinach arugula did you say yeah that's what (laughs) rocket's called here I know I actually knew that did you know know that yeah, but the first time I saw it, I had to look it up. And then I was like, oh, right, okay. I thought but that I was I, like, like something. I found a recipe or... and it had it in. And I was like, what? And then I looked yeah, it up and I was like, oh, look at that. That's fine. Yeah. I it, and you it's lovely. Say, like uvula or something. Like it's the also... thing in your throat. <laughs> <laughs> the, the great thing is with arugula, just another little throw in, is, um, or rocket, is it's, it's classed as a bitter. And, it, and bitters um, calm down sugar cravings. So if you are someone that has a sweet tooth and crave sugar, mm. sugar is one of the worst things for people with ADHD, especially refined sugar. Um, and I love like Skittles and I, I can have quite a very strong sweet tooth. So eating things like arugula, which um, it, it, the, the extra benefit is it actually helps to, to curb a, a sweet tooth, um, take yeah. down sugar cravings because I don't always have great oh, wow. self-control when it comes to these things. Uh, so, is that why yeah, um, so many great tips already yeah is that why <laughs> herbalists that's a herbalist thing right like herbalists say like when you start meeting with them one of the first things they'll give you is like bitters like things that make you oh, like yeah. right at the beginning is that why well it, there's loads of benefits but that is why I'm into them oh, yeah wow. because of the because of the sugar craving that's and sugar so is like <laughs> yeah. I might get myself into them as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just start eating arugula yeah rocket yeah arugula sounds way cooler you know you know yeah, it's it's, arugula right yeah. Right. yeah hi well. I'll just have an arugula salad please yeah great 
Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. So that's Not like rocket. a kind of trick. Like that's a way of like tricking your tricking your brain into wanting a different kind of reward. Like, oh, we don't want we want we want dopamine, but we don't this like takes away sugar as an option. It, it, yeah, I, I think it again it's one of those things that you said, like when you choose to manage your health in any way by attacking what you eat, which food is everything. Food is everything. It, it takes a while. It's like I, me and my friend joke whenever I get some new supplements. She's, she says, yeah, in six months, let me know how they're going. Because it's like, we want the quick fix. We want something that works now. That's why, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to not take medication when you feel something straight away when you take it, like you give it an hour and you're like, zoom. But, mm. you know, these things take a while. And so if you incorporate little things in and take little things out, and I always say, just give yourself two weeks or three weeks and then it feels like a challenge then you're kind of stimulated mm-hmm. by the fact that you're you're on this two-week thing and you're going to see how you feel after mm. and and when you do just have a small time I always say just just add these things for two weeks and see how you feel when you feel better you feel you get that reward feeling yeah. you mm-hmm. you also feel amazing knowing that you've stuck to something yeah, even though it's yeah. been two weeks you start to feel empowered, you start to feel in control. And then that is the motivator that says, you know what, well, now I'm going to add something else. And then, Mm. you know, oh, yeah, you know, people with ADHD are advised to do this, advised to do that, but we struggle with consistency, we struggle with this. But if you just give yourself small milestones, you're setting yourself up for that rush Mm. you need. And then, you know, it continues and, and you become your own motivator. So it becomes an interest as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, like when I remember when I started like taking more control of like my diet in particular, for me it was like I started getting really excited about like, oh, I'm gonna like like feed myself this, you know, like mm. I'm really gonna like look after myself. Like mm. I'm, I'm gonna yeah, and when you've got Yeah, ADHD like it was exciting, like it is, and and we all you know can identify with feeling crap about ourselves yeah. by feeling like you're your own worst enemy you you create you sit down one Sunday night or the beginning of a month and you write down this massive list of how you're going to change your life and you get them yeah. oh, <laughs> you feel like you man as you're writing it and then you know that in itself is a buzz the next day you don't stick to it stuff and then you just feel crap about yourself I know what I need to do to be amazing to live amazing and to feel amazing but I don't do it therefore I'm my own worst enemy you look down on yourself and it's not always a loud thought it's at the back of your mind that you you know you're not helping yourself even though you could like Mm. if you said oh I'm going to do a 30 minute walk every day you know you can do that you Mm. know you probably need to walk somewhere for 30 minutes every day (laughs) but when you don't you then just start looking down on yourself so mm-hmm. when you give yourself the a short time span um, and you start small and you actually achieve it, you then become, you're loving on yourself. You actually are yeah. loving on yourself. You become so- almost addicted to that, to knowing that I, you know, other people might not understand me. I might let other people down. I've let myself down my whole life. But yeah. guess what? I, I, I actually done, I ate arugula twice a week (laughs) and and even though I can't I don't necessarily know what the difference is I know I'm doing my body favors and so Mm -hmm. your self-respect and self-esteem increases because you're doing that for yourself yeah so what would an example of that be so you use like um 
like if you said you were going to walk for half an hour every day but maybe that's even that's too big so would it would it be like I'm going to try and walk for half an hour once a week and then once you've done that then be like I'm going to try and walk for half an hour twice a week is that yeah I I would say to start and and you'd 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 end up feeling so good you'd continue I would say I'm going to make sure that I move deliberately Mm. four times a week for half an hour so I might put on a a CD CD do they (laughs) do they still exist I might put on a I I haven't I haven't touched the CD I don't know when I I probably had a bob the last time I touched the CD but but the you know I'm gonna I'm gonna dance I'm gonna put I'm gonna get some shorts on get in the mirror Mm. dance my bottom off for (laughs) half an hour and the way you feel after it's just like why don't I do this all the time I'm gonna go for a walk I'm gonna either listen to something edifying while I do that walk but I'm just gonna walk for 15 minutes turn around walk back and it once you do it and it's hard with executive functioning to get up out the chair and do it but if you have a podcast or or some music to listen look forward to mm. that's great but then also and and this takes time because the restlessness you know I I it, I now I love just going out for a walk and hearing nature and like hearing birds and stuff and I know I'm gonna sound like Sluster. all right <laughs> you know but I'm there Isn't now that being and I'm present, proud being yeah. present and, yeah. and loving life for all of the little things and and Mm -hmm. that you know without that without going too far off and I I won't go into detail about this because I'd need it in writing to to actually read it and know but our vagus nerve is responsible for our nervous system is Mm. okay I'm I'm even going to word it wrong but being in nature (laughs) is healing to the vagus nerve and anyone who needs to heal their vagus nerve it could be for different reasons but trauma is related there's just so much goodness to have from it but I would say commit to and, and we could do a Vegas Vegas nerve talk another time but I am not the, yes, the general at yeah. talking about this. <laughs> I, I know it I know it but I, I can't word it this well. is that is that um the, it's yeah the, it's a little bean yeah in and, your, it, and it's like directly related it's like your not a dream state but it's the they say like it's like it would be like the third eye or not it's the connection to the next bit or something am I yeah, wrong it, I, or maybe I I'm thinking of the amygdala the I might be thinking yeah, amygdala, of the amygdala, I think yeah. talking about. But, <laughs> but even all of these things like the the knowing that movement like if I mm. have a busy day ahead of me and you know I go for a, a long walk in the morning or I dance to say five tunes in the morning the way that I can manage my day is ridiculously different to when I don't but what Mm -hmm. happens often and and you just have to do it you just have to give it a go do something you enjoy find a form of movement that you enjoy and and see how it you you would you would feel like how can I not now because it just we have too much energy a lot of the time inside and you know more commonly I I through research and just you know, it, uh, boys or young boys, most of the research around ADHD was mm. done around young boys. They would outli- outwardly express this energy. Yeah. We're being known through research. It. Yeah, through research. And the language I'm using is merely just what I've learned. 
but through girls are probably more reserved and would internalize it and that's where you find if you see a young boy with ADHD he's usually disruptive and you know out there and if a girl mm -hmm. is usually twisting her hair biting her nails it's inward and when you have too much inward energy and you don't know what to do with it and you're also searching for stimulation because you've got an understimulated brain and you're not going to mm -hmm. get that stimulation by throwing a chair because you're a little bit more cautious you just find the most stimulating thing to cling to which is usually negative thoughts and that's yeah. where yeah and so getting that energy out in the morning you don't you know you're you find that you're less anxious you find that you mm -hmm. can see your day a lot clearer and again mm. yeah and this is one that you don't have to wait months to see the effects it's, yeah it's yeah straight away, straight away. Yeah. yeah just yeah. as a side note I had to google that so vagus nerve is <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I also agree. According, with it. yeah, I know everyone's <laughs> about to Google it, so I was like, let me just yeah. save them the trouble. So, um, it's a cranial nerve that interfaces with the parasympathetic pa parasympathetic yeah. control of the and heart, the lungs, and the digestive tract. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like directly related to your gut, and that is why um, you also see like quite common. Uh, commonly like things like IBS and things like that in yeah. um, people that people that have ADHD and people that have trauma because it's like yeah. a, an inability your to express system. your feelings yeah mm -hmm. it's stored in your parasympathetic nervous system which directly mm -hmm. affects your gut so it's like IBS gluten intolerances uh, lactose intolerant and like that kind of thing exactly. again so like it comes down to like your nutrition obviously looking after your mental health and, and learning about your nervous system and healing that is important but equally like to give it like a a little booster being aware of what you're putting in your bodies also mm. yeah definitely and birds the sounds of like birds singing and and stuff is very soothing for your mm. vag vagus nerve um and so yeah when you're out having a walk and you're you're you know you're listening to something you enjoy or you're listening to nature you're doing you're doing your body so many different favors so it's a win-win on all accounts and again mm. if you don't feel like going out or you're fine that you're having that paralyzed feeling where your brain's like go 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 <laughs> you only have to walk 15 minutes and turn around and then the other side of you is like don't you yeah. dare move this bed but needs you sometimes it's even <laughs> just like um sometimes it might even be that you need to get out of bed like mm, the triumph is yeah. standing up and getting yourself out of bed, walking to one end of the flat, one yeah. end of the room and back and yeah. getting back in bed. Mm -hmm. But like, that's enough to get you out of that paralysis, isn't it? To get you out of that stuckness. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm out of bed mm -hmm. now. Maybe I can walk to like the kitchen or yeah. maybe I can walk outside the door. Maybe I yeah. can like, you could take it even smaller. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. And you know <laughs> Sometimes what? Sometimes it's well. like that. Like, yeah. Even just having a shower. Like I think <laughs> you know whenever I have a shower, it's like, I just feel so like, a new lease of energy like I could literally be in bed until 4 p.m and I'm like you know what? I'm just gonna have a shower and then I'm like right yesterday started yeah yeah, yeah. Do all the things I was supposed to do at 9 a.m and yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah it's true and, 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 and another thing is you know and and I know it's easier said than done and I it, it can be difficult to hear sometimes but this is something that on my journey because I have taken medication since the big you know the time when I was scared of it um but then came off it again because it gave me anxiety which was just 
like you, I don't, don't think why. medication matches well um with <laughs> like um well they told me that medication doesn't work well if you have like CPTSD yeah like triggers yeah. it right there, yeah. you go. Okay. there you go that will be it um but what but one of the things as well and and you know people say things not to say to someone with ADHD which is mm-hmm. just try harder or mm-hmm. just push yourself and and I get it because there are times when you can't but when you and this happened to me like when I understood that I have poor executive functioning and that I get it you know more burnt out than the average neurotypical Joe I also found that holding on to that too tight made it a little bit worse like owning mm. that too strongly yeah like, I, yeah, I yeah fully believe you're, you're you're writing a story yeah no you're I, not writing your story you're living in a story that someone has assigned to you rather exactly, than being like yeah. actually maybe that's the story of ADHD but like I'm gonna write my own story of how also, ADHD is with me everything like, that you experience with ADHD you can it all of these things if you find a way that works for you not a way that is trending a way that mm. works for you they can be reversed and mm. I say that boldly because you know I've I've, I've done it I've not yeah, yeah, consistent. yeah. I've not I've, I've slipped back but the the I think the joy I have knowing that I've done it I've experienced it and if it gets too on top I know I can do it and one of those things is you know okay I've, I've got poor executive functioning but I'm going to do this. I am going to give yeah, myself, yeah, I'll yeah. look at the time. Okay. Like if it was 5.22 by six in the next 28 minutes, I am going to do this. And I just give myself, mm-hmm. I just throw myself, I'm going to feel uncomfortable. I'm going to end up having a tantrum sometimes to myself. But even that, it's just challenging yourself. It's, it's not clinging to what, you, you know, you're, that's why labels can be dangerous yeah because because they almost hold us captive when you think about it and if you if you are a little bit more you know you do kind of say to yourself I don't need to do things perfectly I don't need to go on a long run I just need to fling my body around some music I'm gonna feel better after I've got a day of tasks that need to be done so what 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 difficulty do I want to choose the anxiety of not finishing my tasks or showing up for my meetings which I could cancel like that when I'm feeling like that Mm. or the discomfort of having to force this force you know force myself into an uncomfortable um situation in the moment and it is hard and if someone else was to say it to me like when I'm in one of those days where I cannot move or I cannot open my emails if someone would say just open it and reply I'd be like what can I throw (laughs) you don't know you don't know how hard this is but but also there's a limiting belief that I am believing and owning and Mm. when I when I've through experience broke through that like when I haven't replied to my emails for a few days and I do know that I have to and thinking about it makes me even more anxious and Mm -hmm. avoidant when I do just say Penny you're going to feel like this for days it's going to get worse and you're going to not be thinking about it non-stop just go in and open three of the emails and they're like three sentence replies or they're actually good well, you could trick yourself be like exactly. I'm gonna go yeah. and do the fun thing and then I'm gonna run while I'm still on that rush and I'm gonna quickly do this thing that yeah. I really don't want to do I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do, do it yeah I'm again. gonna do it for half an hour yeah, and then yeah. after that I'm gonna give myself a treat or a reward mm-hmm. not you know we're not <laughs> but I I would time box my day 
to a T, as in the time I'm going to wake up, the time I'm going to get out of bed, the time I'm, I, every little thing, like every 15 minutes was accounted for. And I would schedule in, watch an episode of Catfish you know <laughs> do this do that and I need scroll it. on Instagram yeah, yeah. I need that yeah. yeah no literally 20 minutes Instagram and does, and that, does that work then 100%. so that's like a um that's quite interesting actually because we had uh there are like didn't we we had um a, a coach on and they're they're like I guess their take on it was that that doesn't work oh. um so it's like it's, it's interesting but then yeah, yeah but then also yeah. I think within that someone said that that what that does work for them it's quite interesting it's like what you said like your ADHD is personal to you and what works mm-hmm. for you might not work for someone else and it's about yeah. like taking stock of everything and seeing what resonates with you yeah. personally and remember if it? someone has said if, if if it's known that and and this is just what ADHD is called an incurable brain mm. disorder is what I mm. told I was told it was mm. um in the beginning and it is so if you're told that that's a big statement so of course mm. reversing some of the things that make it impossible are going to be hard of course mm. it's going to make you feel you know challenged and uncomfortable but if if you're going to be the the odd person that can reverse yeah, some of these things, yeah. then you're gonna you're gonna be uncomfortable more than everyone else you know yeah 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 but uh, and, the growth happens in being uncomfortable doesn't it 100 mm, yeah that's 100%. where yeah and comfort and, zone I, did not did, you're not healing the comfort you zone <laughs> you rest though which is and just which is really important yes, exactly <laughs> yeah and don't get don't me wrong there. like when you get when you find out you've got adhd and you understand all these things about yourself and it gives you you realize that you weren't um, just lazy you weren't just rubbish mm. you weren't mm-hmm. this you've actually got this thing that's wrong or this struggle that you've got and so for a while you feel very comforted in sticking to those things and saying mm. actually no I can't do that because I've, I've got interest-based nervous system and that's not mm. interested it's the actually, validation yeah and yeah. you need that for a little yeah, while yeah, yeah. but there comes a, little a time bit. <laughs> when, yeah <laughs> and 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 it, it's nice that's why understanding yourself mm. is so important but there comes a time when you decide you know what what discomforts do you want to go through regret and Mm. anxiety or pushing yourself to you know yeah take control of what what can be controlled and you can time box in if you time box your day when you've got a busy day you Mm -hmm. schedule everything you schedule 20 Mm. minutes on the sofa doing nothing you schedule in watching an episode of this you schedule Mm. in a break you know you and it can sound a bit like tedious but that's where you say I've had I've had you know two productive super productive days this week I am a shattered leaf so I will not Mm. be able to talk for the next 48 hours but (laughs) I've done I've prioritized I've done what needs to be done yeah Yeah. yeah. and so you can be productive and thrive and shock people and yourself with ADHD with and without medication yeah that's the thing though because I guess it's like whenever I've tried to like time box anything I never put in any of the fun stuff it's like Mm, okay I'm gonna wake up do this I'm gonna do my coffee do this and then I'm going to work for four hours and then I'm going to take lunch for 20 minutes because I've got loads of work to do and then I'm going to try and do some more coursework mm. in the rest of the 40 minutes of my lunch break and then after that I'm 
probably gonna like tidy up to whatever I need to tidy up from having lunch and then I'm going to go back to work and do another four hours but I'll probably end up doing a bit of overtime so then that I'll be in <laughs> remember that I'm probably gonna need something to eat so I need to have something that I can cook whilst I'm also working but be a bit like hands-off with so I'm probably going to eat something that's terrible something and then that goes in the that, freezer yeah and uh, then it's probably the cooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so then after that I'm probably gonna either go back to doing work or I need to do some coursework but actually I probably won't do my coursework so I'll probably sit there and feel bad about the fact I've not done coursework mm-hmm. and then I go to bed <laughs> and then yeah. we start again and then I'm like actually the next day come to time boxing or whatever and I'm like I'm not doing it because I tried it yesterday and it didn't work exactly and, and I felt rubbish about myself yeah and so then what you what you don't so basically when you do schedule in like for instance I schedule in you know time on YouTube time watching an episode of something I like um, and I also bear in mind that my energy drops ridiculously at about five and so mm-hmm. I the the variety that even the excitement knowing that this boring thing that I have to do is I'm my alarm's gonna go off in 10 minutes and I'm not gonna be doing it anymore I'm gonna be watching mm-hmm. catfish or I'm gonna be doing this or I'm gonna it, it gives you stuff to look forward to and while you might say oh but I don't have an hour to watch a catfish day I've got so much to do you know you have to know yourself and mm-hmm. if if you do if you don't schedule in things to look forward to rest fun into your normal day um despite you thinking you don't have time to then the following day you're going to get even less done and you're going to feel worse yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah you have to make your days work for you and yeah, um and when you go you know you figure out how that looks for you then yeah it's uh, a lot more enjoyable yeah mm. for sure it's definitely something I'm going to take away because like I literally had one of my um ADHD meeting things yesterday with the psychiatrist not with the person that diagnosed me or whatever and then because I'm also going through the non-medication route or whatever and she was just like yeah you can I mean have you looked at any apps or anything like that and I was like yeah I've tried them all but I mean I don't stick to it I'll see it it'll pop up with a notification like time to change over to the next thing I either don't change over or I change over but I don't actually start doing the tasks that I'm supposed to do because I'm just like oh how am I supposed to do this overthink on like the what the actual task is but if you don't factor in okay I'm actually going to do something that I enjoy before switching Mm. into another massive task you're never gonna like get the energy level right for it because you're still going to be like oh my god I just finished like x y and z and I really didn't like it Mm. but fitting in something that's like okay here's some downtime for 15 minutes yeah like I just have time blind I just can't work out how long something I'll say oh this is going to take me 20 minutes think generally thinking it would take me 20 minutes and it yeah. doesn't and uh, that that's why I struggle with it because it's like oh I'm gonna brush my teeth for five minutes no I'm not <laughs> but then it's yeah. like oh but it's only gonna take me like 10 minutes to get dressed and it would take me like an hour <laughs> it's like, why yeah. have I done this is it? another thing I was but saying that's what you say, the self-awareness like... thing and, mm-hmm. and practice and just practice yeah. and and timing things like what I did a while ago is I get so frustrated when I keep walking into my room because one of the things I do is if I've got important tasks I might just have 10 minute transition time in between and I might just walk around the house I might just fold up clothes that you know mm-hmm. a few items of clothing that have come out of the washing machine or the dryer or whatever and um, every time I go into my room seeing my bed not done gets on my nerves but I'm like I can't if I can't do it because if I get into making my bed now I'm not gonna be able to do that I timed it it takes three minutes to do it well 
and so now I I never I, I it's very rare I don't make my bed in the morning because I know it takes three minutes yeah. and that's when I'm doing it posh yeah, you know yeah. I mean? so I that's not something that can annoy me throughout the day anymore because I timed mm-hmm. it it's like when the sink you know is staring me in the face and farting in my face every time I walk past <laughs> it because the day, dishes and I thought okay one day I've just thought I'm going to put Oprah on a podcast and I'll wash these dishes while hopefully just getting through this one episode the episode was 40 minutes washing the dishes was 11 mm. I was like and I how dare I so that was a a fairly fairly full sink and moving fast like a lady of adrenaline might it's not going to take me long to to wash a a sink of dishes Mm -hmm. you know and so and it's just that it's it's the it's the fear and the kind of lie that is just ingrained in you like oh it's going to take forever and you just just believe it but yes if there are things that you know get on your nerves or that play on your mind just have a day where you do just that and time it and then you'll mm. laugh and yeah yeah um, I guess it's all about reframing though as well because I guess mm. if you're thinking this is going to take me forever and then you actually time it you're like actually it takes me three minutes I've got mm. a spare three minutes in this 24-hour day like I'll figure it out but yeah when-, when you're like frantic and you've got loads to do and oh your to-do mm. list is longer than your leg and you're like oh I can't I'll, I have to not do my bed today but you're gonna it's every time you walk in there it gets on you, you're just you see it and it's mm-hmm. you just feel foggy but you don't even know you don't even know oh seeing my bed like that's getting on my nerves but it is and it it makes you feel some type of way it then these little things so slowly become a priority and and don't get me wrong I, it took me a while to clock the things that rub me up the wrong way that add to how <laughs> I'm feeling and mm-hmm. to then decide to time them. I'm not saying, oh yeah, you just do this, you just, and, it, and it's easy. Cause yeah, there are, there are days where I don't wish to. I, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna go in that room. I'm gonna stay on the sofa. Well, so, um... I, and that's fine. <laughs> what came first? Like, um, did, did you decide, okay, you're gonna, like this is like a mindset that you have about like taking power and ownership over ADHD, like a very powerful mindset. And I'm wondering, like, did was nutrition like a part of that, or was that something that like spurred it on? Like, what came first, kind of thing? Just knowing, like, the, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> no, okay. Um, just ex- just hearing that you could change what you eat to manage mm. ADHD. I didn't know what to expect. I just thought I'm going to try and change what I eat then and I saw this kind of like quite strict thing which Mm. was basically saying to go plant-based completely Mm. and that Mm. was that was wild to me at the Mm. time um and I just thought I'll I'll try it for a couple of weeks and just see how I feel um and you know I looked up loads of fun yummy things like you know doing sweet potato and chickpea curries I love a curry I could eat curry every day Mm. and (laughs) and seeing that I could you know do that get rid of sugar and have you know fruit instead Mm -hmm. and it was only going to be for a a short time and knowing how bad I was feeling at the time that the way I felt was so good Mm. was so clear Mm. I, I, I there's I've never eaten the same I have times and and I went for a time where 
um, and this is how I got diagnosed with CPTSD is mm. I was managing ADHD great through, you know, like through what I ate and how I managed my day and all of these things I've mentioned. And then um, something traumatic happened and it brought up a lot of old trauma. And I, I, I guess I, I, I just couldn't be bothered. I couldn't be bothered to eat well. I couldn't be bothered to cook. I couldn't be bothered to... I probably went through a depressive, you know, I, I, I didn't want to shower. I didn't want to get up. I, and, and it was heavy where I was motivated about mm. managing ADHD. Cause I'm finally understanding myself. I, I didn't know that I was, you know, struggling with PTSD. Traumatized. Yeah. yeah. And when this extra thing came in and threw me off, um, that's when I definitely saw when I when I couldn't do it anymore when I didn't mm. have the energy and um, mm. that's when I saw just how much I had been helping myself but I'd, I'd forgotten because I'd got into a habit of it and and I was reminded of how bad I can feel yeah and and so that that's what kind of motivates me now and there, there are things now that I do like I had I never ate vegetables um up until I was like 21 and only then I was introduced to them just lightly and now I love them because mm. I find mm. ways to season them so that I like them and find <laughs> yeah. ways to you know but I also know that just just what I'm doing for myself it's not even a clear mm-hmm. thought it's just you know part yeah. of me now, so. how how um do you mind me asking how you got yourself out of that space I medication okay yeah I I I, that's when I was I'd been speaking to other people who had ADHD who had tried medication and who had only good things to say like they had told me about negative side effects um, and I weren't ever tempted to go on it because I was doing all right the the things that I struggled with were mild and I was just patient with myself if I was having a down day I, I did less I weren't trying to be productive penny every day because, you know, I couldn't. But when I went through that time, I remembered what she had said. um, And I went and went on ADHD medication. um, And I, it it definitely, it definitely helped for that time. It, I got the kick up the bum that I had before naturally, Mm. which I couldn't Mm -hmm. allocate. I couldn't allocate that. I was, I was low. Just got you running again to then run off and carry on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was on it for a little while, maybe just under a year, maybe even more, but the anxiety and the hair loss, Mm. like it, it, one of the things that my friend had said is that I made her hair really thin and, and I'd forgotten that she said that, but I, you know, my hair was falling out and that the anxiety literally a wind could blow behind me and I would hit the deck wow. <laughs> like I was I, how would was... um your like when I was I had really bad anxiety as well that was the ultimate reason um but I lost so much weight I forget to eat anyway it's one of the like yeah. things that I have when I get into a hyper focus but when I was on medication I wouldn't eat for days and I, I wouldn't mm. I couldn't there was nothing in my body telling me to Mm. did you did you get that have have any of you experienced like that side effect with it yeah I definitely experienced that and what was dangerous for me is that I had eating disorders when I was younger um and which is also Mm. common for people who have been through trauma or you know ADHD who have an ADHD diagnosis but um it was quite dangerous for me because I liked it 
yeah um and and yeah. although I I weren't in an eating disorder space at the time I found mm. those thoughts coming back and so that was another reason people compliment you like it's weird <laughs> yeah or just you just yeah. realize that you're not mm. you know I I don't need to stop to eat I it's not mm. a distraction of mine I'm you know and I just I, I started to hear all of these thoughts where I weren't acting or behaving how I used to when I um had an active eating disorder but the thoughts were coming um mm. and again that would kind of go hand in hand with the anxiety that mm. I was um experiencing because of it and literally the day I stopped the anxiety I, I could not believe the level of anxiety that came with the medication until I mm. stopped and it went and I was like oh, this mm. is what peace feels like, like <laughs> wow. what on earth mm. yeah it's and like... I even experimented like on my days where I was feeling a little bit like I need a bit of a push I'd say okay I'll just take medication this day and the anxiety I'd, it was just, just coming back. back yeah but it's like interesting that you've been able to be like okay I'm in a good place with like managing ADHD I'm gonna do it without the meds it's all gonna be like all right then something happens and you're like okay actually I can accept that I need to take it and that in itself is like such a like I don't want to say brave because it's just what you need to do like survival mode and stuff like that but there's so many people out there that have massive stigmas with having medication that they'd be mm. like no I'm not doing it I'm not doing it even though they can push themselves deeper into a hole they're like no 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 no, I'm not doing it because I'm so like not stubborn but I'm, I'm so the anti strong yeah there isn't a lot of support with medication though and I think that that comes with the stigma like there isn't um there isn't a lot of information there isn't a lot of support like I remember going to my psychiatrist and saying about like not being able to eat and you know having um like mine I would get really bad paranoia Mm -hmm. and the option was well then we'll just take you off it and it was like well I I really need this right now because it was at the beginning of my ADHD when I was learning how to manage um so like instead it's like oh well now I just can't go to you and I can't ask you for information about how to manage mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. and these new med like these new symptoms because yeah, then well, you're going to take it away like, leading to is like to be then on it and then yeah. recognize mm-hmm. that things aren't going the way that you want it to go or the way that you feel it should be going to then yeah. be like okay I actually think I need to step back from this it's mm-hmm. also like really interesting because I can imagine there's so many people out there that may be feeling a certain way when they're on it and not knowing that actually I just need to not be on and, and not knowing that mm. it's from it sometimes yeah. you know and don't get me wrong like like you're saying the if it weren't for the the people that I was speaking to um mm. who had taken the medication and was so comfortable talking about it and so not ashamed mm-hmm. that empowered me to see it in a new light that that actually encouraged me to stop looking down on or being scared of it mm-hmm. um it was that it was their words that came to me when I was in a bad place and I thought I, I'm just going to do it temporarily like you know mm-hmm. the the I'll get I, I just need to get back to where I was and it did it it definitely it definitely helped me get back to where I was Mm-hmm. um but again it's it's something that and I and I don't everyone's on a different journey but it's something that I I I couldn't for my own 
sake do consistently it's like choose your battles you know and I I guess I had to look at where I'm too hard on myself where I'm over committing where I'm burning myself out Mm -hmm. um and the medication I wanted to help me burn myself out more to help me force myself to do more Um, and so it was either do all of that stuff and have this doom following me where I just feel scared Mm. and hopeless and paranoid like you're saying um but able to complete a few things or like take a few things off of my radar and give myself less to do every day less Mm -hmm. pressure um and not have that fear it's like a dark cloud of petrify it's like I it that's how the anxiety (laughs) felt to me and it was just and it was just always there and it made me Mm -hmm. like cynical and it when it I didn't realize how bad it was until it was gone and I was like oh this is how it feels to you know we all get anxious and we all especially if you've experienced trauma you've got a a hypervigilance about you but to to have that all day about everything it it just I can't believe I'd started to accept it as normal yeah that is mad right no I mean props to you for being able to decide when or when it isn't good for you and making it manageable making ADHD manageable for you and your journey like that's like incredible I mean yeah thank you and and another (laughs) thing another thing um that you know when I did see the benefits of the medication and the what you know what I wanted to take from it is um, finding supplements that do similar every single medication there's a natural version you know Mm. that that takes a bit longer um, to work like my friend jokes tell me in six months how that's working for you you know like (laughs) it it does take a long it does take a bit longer Um, but there are natural ways whether it's your food whether it's your habits whether it's your supplements, there is a natural route. And knowing that is a great comfort because whilst medication can help, knowing that there is a natural route, you've just got to find what works for you and and put that time into yourself because you're worth it mm-hmm. is, is the, the journey I encourage people on. And don't get me wrong, I've coached people that take medication for a number of things. And I'm, I'm not an anti-medication person, but I just don't think anyone should have to have negative side effects attached Mm. to being well Mm -hmm. and there are you know there are natural ways that don't have negative side effects so um what supplements could you give us some like examples yeah i am i actually wrote things yeah i wrote down um because i i know what ones i take but i great ADHD fashion forgot why (laughs) Um, so I'll let you know the ones that I take so first of all um, Mm. the most recent one that I've um, started taking is called tyrosine or L-tyrosine and I I actually um, spoke to a naturopathic doctor who um, who uh, her daughter has ADHD and when she described this supplement to me she said um, my daughter doesn't take ADHD medication she takes tyrosine because it gives her the same kind of oomph but she gets Mm. to keep her personality yeah and when she said that I was like okay I I get that 
I, yeah. I understand that. Because so, you become so nothing like when you something. something yeah, you lose you lose it. I can't explain it. You've your lived quirk, your whole just, life and you've mm. like developed a lot of coping mechanisms um within your ADHD and they become some of them become your personality when you mm. take medication and you don't need those coping things I just you t- you change yeah. don't you like your you essence and, and it's subtle it, it can be subtle but when she described it like that I thought it was a great way and so yeah tyrosine um it actually increases the neurotransmitters so dopamine um and adrenaline um and also helps with memory and performance in stressful situations. Um, so that that one's great. Some people just take it once. Some people take like three throughout the day, like at different times. Uh, but I know, again, I've spoken to other people since that that is the only supplement they take and that is how they manage their ADHD. Wow. Yeah. And L-tyrosine. So also, uh, ty- yeah, I wrote tyrosine, but I think okay. on the on the tub it says l tyrosine okay um yeah, there's come up on the also magnesium <laughs> and uh magnesium helps uh calm agitation and hyperactivity okay. so that you can focus so sometimes it might not be that a task is boring but you're just you know feeling agitated and restless um, magnesium helps with that and all of these have other benefits as well um that aren't necessarily related to ADHD. Uh, B6 creates neurotransmitters that regulate emotions and helps with depression. Also treats PMS symptoms like anxiety, irritability, and irregular moods. So that's B6. Um, 5-HTP increases serotonin levels, Mm. which is the feel-good chemicals and helps with sleep and reduces anxiety. Vitamin C with rose hips builds up your immunity and detoxes your kidneys, which if you're, you know, if, if a gut and brain is connected, then we want to be able to absorb the other supplements. And so it helps to absorb another one, which the, is omega-3. The, yeah, can, um, maybe we can talk a bit about that after also about how you prep your gut. Because if your gut is poor and it's a poor environment, you can take mm-hmm. all of these supplements. But if your gut isn't ready to absorb yeah. it, if you haven't given exactly. it the prebiotic and the probiotic, you're just wasting exactly. money. Mm. And someone also told me that, and I, I don't know this to be true, but someone did just say to me in passing that if you have too much citrus, there are some supplements that don't absorb. And yeah, I used yeah. to have lemon water in the morning, I used mm. to do, and then take supplements. And so I stopped the lemon water and I, I don't know if I've even felt the difference. I just, just it stuck with me and, I, and I've stopped but it. But it seemed like a tea. We so like, for example, I would always like start with a little tea in the morning. But that means that I, I would also take a probiotic com- completely mm-hmm. just negates the probiotic or like I'll take uh, a probiotic. But because I hadn't, my gut so was techie, so, yeah, my gut was so unhealthy <laughs> that I was taking these probiotics to help me with my gut. But because I hadn't taken a prebiotic, which lines the gut, heals the gut, repairs it and feeds the probiotics. They, mm. Again, it was just I was just flushing money through my system pointlessly because mm. they don't teach you that part of it. Like you could yeah. take all the 5-HTP you want, but if your gut that, isn't ready to receive it, no. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. True. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It is. And yeah, and, and again, it's... Um, 
find just finding what works what works for you but with with the like the main things um is is the refined sugar that mm. that is just kryptonite you know and there's certain like e numbers and uh, chemicals that are in certain food colorings that are just not not good for for anyone but particularly for people that uh, you know don't produce as many um well-needed brain chemicals aka neurotransmitters <laughs> I feel like a proper scientist when I say that <laughs> um where like when you say refined sugars do you mean like sweets and stuff yeah um okay yeah sugar like extra that sugar sugar <laughs> yeah exactly the good stuff, the good stuff. you know, you know? and it's just knowing like you know you don't want to completely restrict yourself until you're unhappy but if you drink you know drink loads of water flush flush yourself out detoxify every day when you're sweating and peeing you're detoxifying yourself anyway so the movement part we were talking about and the yeah. drinking loads of water mm -hmm. If you know you are drinking lots of water and you do have like, what did I have the other night? Um, this massive tub of frozen yogurt with this big blondie brownie covered in Reese's peanut butter cups and caramel. Oh, I mean, oh you know, <laughs> but and, and I, didn't, I, I just went, I just dove in head first and I was just like, yeah, no thoughts came that tomorrow I might feel low. Yeah. I might feel triggered, mm -hmm. like thinking I'm triggered the next day, but really I'm having a severe sugar crash. Yeah. And I just, I just, as soon as I got up, I like would not do anything before I drank a liter of water, which you can feel like you're drowning. It's a lot, but yeah. I just knew I had to, I had to, and, and it can all be in your head as well. Like you just Have feel Have you become more aware now, would you say? Like... Are you more aware of um, like forget. you know that if you have sugar that you're gonna feel this way now, but did you always know that or is uh, this something that's come into your awareness no I didn't okay. know that I didn't know that and what I used to do um, is as well like when I was taking a medication and like you say you know not feeling hungry all day but then at about five when my energy starts to drop I start just looking for carbs and so I would either mm. order mm -hmm. KFC or have a sweet cupboard which was full of like crisps and Haribo and and mm. I'd think to myself it's fine I haven't eaten anything all day so it's not like this is going to really be mm. that bad but it's it's the only thing running through your body and mm. so and it was <laughs> the only thing the only thing I was um eating and so, yeah, the, when I would feel like absolute rubbish the next day, sometimes I wouldn't know. I would just think, you know, I'm just in a low mood today. Oh, I can't deal with this. It's too much. I, I wouldn't even put the two together. I was mm. just creating this cycle for myself that was just not helpful. And, and I wouldn't even clock that I, you know, I could have prevented it. Yeah. Uh, yeah that was interesting. We do that with, um, like, um, alcohol as well, right? Because like, yeah. I never realised yeah. how much sugar's in alcohol. And so, yeah, like, smart. I noticed that, like, whenever I would eat loads of sugar, that I'm not, like, a sweet tooth person, but I might have a binge, and then I'll feel really anxious after. But then I noticed what was happening, like, 
uh, when that awareness happened, I started noticing that was happening with certain alcohols, like rum, for example. Mm. But then not if I had a little slim lime vodka and soda. Um, mm. And it's because, again, it's like sugar. obviously alcohol isn't um, mm. is a depressant. In- inflammation, um, yeah. But and also the amount of sugar in it. Yeah, mm. as well. It inflames your gut. Yeah. Like you're not absorbing the good, good stuff. Like mm-hmm. all of these things are so connected. It's so you might as well. <laughs> like, it, and and I, and that was also something that I I didn't clock. Like I've never, mm-hmm. I've I've always liked sweets, more crisps, more a savory tooth. Yeah, yeah. I but love crisps. I, yeah, but I started to um to really, I guess, crave sugar. Um, and I used to smoke, so it could have been when I stopped smoking. Yeah. And so I started to crave sugar and I found that I the mature version of sugar was red wine. And so <laughs> red, red wine made me feel so fine, you know? <laughs> and so while I weren't like caking it down yeah. with cakes and brownies and not mm. finding sweet wrappers in my bed because I would wake up sometimes and I'd sleep at. But I, um, I would I'll have a mature under my pillow. Oh, I used to find mini cheddars, a little jalapeno. <laughs> yeah, multi packs of mini cheddars used to get devoured in the night, and many. <laughs> and my friend used to say to me, mm-hmm. um, my friend was staying at my house, like, "Wow, you like uh, mini cheddars this much? You just sprinkle them in your bed?" And I'm like, "Well, oh, <laughs> I thought I was eating them, hun." <laughs> but, but yeah, so where was I? Going, but oh yes so the alcohol is I didn't realize that what I wanted from it was the sugar Mm. and so having Mm. a little mature glass of wine with dinner when I thought I was behaving refined would turn into a bottle and not not make me tipsy like it might your average person because you know the chemicals don't work like that with me (laughs) Um, (laughs) but then yeah I it, it got to a point I think in lockdown where I was wearing nighties all the time I didn't notice and um mm. yeah I just realized that I had uh, doubled my body weight in wine <laughs> mm. and and I was like oh so this might explain some of the anxiety yeah. had, which weren't about COVID it was just about other matters yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> the sugar <laughs> That actually explains a lot of like I think everybody's lockdown experience and the level of anxiety. <laughs> Didn't help that you then turned on the news and got more like down news, yeah. and then you were like downing more wine. <laughs> I just wanted to check whether or not you had any more uh, vitamins or anything like that because I know we we moved on to alcohol, but I'm actually still on the vitamin. <laughs> um, let me have a look. So. Um, also B complex and B12 um, again Ooh. you have to check depending on you know some people it, they say that you can't have these with certain um, with certain other illnesses or or what have you but um, for me it was because it reduces fatigue and boosts mood um, and the fatigue when you are, um, I call it, well, my auntie called it to me and I loved it and I've kept it a lady of adrenaline. That's how she says mm-hmm. it, ADHD. <laughs> um, but when you are a lady of adrenaline, the mind can race and that in itself is tiring, second guessing everything, overthinking everything. So the fatigue is usually mm-hmm. um, common. And so that can, that can help with that. And I don't know if I mentioned the Omega 3 but um it can help sorry and then I cut you off because I got excited (laughs) so omega-3 is great for um 
inattention, hyperactivity, restlessness. Um, and that's from studies shown. I did get all of this because I didn't want to just make it into my own words, but wanted to kind of tell you exactly yeah. why, um, you know, why I was led to certain things. Mm -hmm. But I would say uh, tyrosine is a uh, big challenge. I might say a, a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been really helpful. Okay. So then with the prep in the gut aspect, like, mm. I, yeah, I have, I'm, I'm just a beginner in this world of oh. <laughs> vitamins and it's, um, So you have like a prebiotic, which would be something like apples. Um, okay. And a prebiotic is, gets broken down into like food for probiotics, which occur naturally in your body. But mm. if they occur naturally for like a healthy body um, and often like if you're if you're not getting like all of your nutritional like milestones, um, you'll need to take supplements. And a lot of people take like probiotic supplements. The problem is that they take them and then there's no prebiotic in the system to feed them. So they just die and the probiotics don't do what you took them for, which is to heal the gut um, right, okay. or to like... Um, there's a lot for like uh, like female like organs and stuff they help they really help with things like thrush and that kind of thing mm -hmm. um like a, an imbalance of your like probiotics would like a good indication would be if you had thrush and that like that's a problem if you don't have healthy levels of those when you take supplements your body isn't ready to like accept them um and like put them into your bloodstream and mm -hmm. use them um and so we just don't talk about that side of it enough. There are so many things that need to be in balance. It's quite easy to get them in balance, but it's just these things all need to be done at once. Yeah. You can get like a little shot prebiotic that you take in the morning. You only need to take it for like maybe every day for two weeks to get yourself back there. Right, um, okay. Take a little probiotic capsule, get your gut in a really good place and then start with the supplements and you're, you're good to go. Mm. Do you know what? Something else that just came to mind, I'm so glad I remembered, is um, over, so through all the research that I did and, and you know, just digging deeper into food, mm. I actually found out um, that there are some foods that we can be sensitive to, so not allergic to, so you wouldn't mm. know, that mm -hmm not only cause major discomfort in our bodies that we get used to like bloating or acid mm. reflux or you know skin irritations and stuff like that but if and and these are the two that I um that I researched thoroughly but if you have an intolerance or a sensitivity to yeast so not yeah. yeast or coffee onions yeah so the two that I found was yeast and coffee the way that that shows up in the body, um, in, in the mind, sorry, is almost identical to the symptoms that lead someone to be diagnosed with attention deficit side of ADHD. Wow. So, yeah, so an intolerance to yeast, so having like a candida overgrowth in your stomach, yeah. or, mm -hmm. the way that that shows up in, if you look at the list of symptoms of candida overgrowth or symptoms of yeast intolerance, you just blew my ADHD mind. Symptoms, <laughs> ADHD symptoms come up. Um, 
And also going a little bit further because it's important, mercury poisoning, which can be from eating too much fish and prawns mm. and stuff, but also mm-hmm. the silver fillings in your tooth, in your teeth, when that has been slowly leaking into your bloodstream for a a length of time Mm. the symptoms that show up with that also look identical to an ADHD list so what I found oh and and sprinkle on top of that that CPTSD also has Mm. a list of symptoms that are identical to ADHD so what I was kind of grappling with before I did my TED talk on what to do my TED talk about Mm. um and you know without it being too much of a like thing is that I know I've experienced a lot of trauma that has been unresolved I've not dealt Mm. with and so I've got a list of these symptoms which show up I've also been told I've got an incurable brain disorder that just happens to loads of people and I'll I'll always have it and the same list of symptoms come up Mm. if I also have an intolerance to basically what I was getting at is if I took this filling out stopped eating yeast dealt with my trauma and also maybe experimented with cutting out caffeine what would my ADHD symptoms even look Mm. like because I'm having them times four if Mm. I do have this intolerance to yeast and I actually silly haven't done a food sensitivity test yet but I believe very firmly based on physical symptoms that I've had that mm. I do have a yeast intolerance and so just unresolved trauma well, that's also very closely linked to there's a very close link for trauma and uh, UTIs and yeast oh yeah infections exactly as well exactly. it's also closely linked it's ridiculous but I but I always mm. like that my journey now with not taken medication is more focused on the fact of how how attached to the ADHD label would I be or need Mm. to be if I dealt with my trauma and took away all of the anxiety inability to focus restlessness Mm. all of the stuff that is ADHD if I dealt with my trauma and got rid of those ones stop mm. the yeast which could be poisoning me and giving me ADHD symptoms mm. it's filling out which is slowly poisoning <laughs> yeah. how 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 strong would these ADHD symptoms really be and how present would they be if I took yeah. out the other three things which are causing them too yeah 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 it's like I might actually just have all the good sides like the creativity I said su- well I suppose <laughs> it's like separating then what um what is it you and what is the this condition and, and what yeah and how permanent it has to be yeah 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 that makes sense because mm. if you get any if you're if you know if you've got ADHD but you're also got four other reasons why the same symptoms are present in your life then the impact can be lessened by changing something yeah 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 but definitely look up yeast intolerance yeah, yeah, I'm gonna because because that one again very closely linked to sugar as well. Yeah. So um yeah. I'll let you know how it goes when I've dragged this too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um I'm thinking about eating too much sugar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could have been so different. <laughs> you know what though? Like with sugar, um when I 
because I just had to like do a very forced stop. I I was very very bad mm-hmm. with my sugar intake. Um, but like I don't crave it really anymore. The last craving I used to have was like I would crave rum, like or want to drink, but want to drink rum specifically. It's the sugar. Strong. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think once you cut down on sugar, like you yep. do, you do stop wanting it. You start uh, wanting exact, other things. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what happened to me. I, I stopped yeah. buying multi packs of Skittles yeah. and instead. I would uh, enjoy a wine. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, but then even so after that, it. it's like I say it's it nice in a mature know, voice because um, I felt ever so mature making the swap. <laughs> no, but it's nice to know it's not. It's not always going to be an uphill battle. Yeah. Eventually, you will just stop wanting it. You will stop wanting oh, yeah. the the drink as well. Like it will yeah. just it will stop. You do. It's true. That's what I mean. Some of these things take. It's just so much hope to be had it's yeah you know, if yeah. you feel like you can't cope with I like that medication that. yeah if you feel like you can't cope with medication that's fine but don't feel like you're don't don't hold on to the fact that you're always going to feel like that because you know mm. there is you know there is so much um and and just giving yourself that time like okay if I exercise more if I cut down on sugar I might be struggling less but I don't want to do none of that that's fine but as long as you know it and you've got something to look forward to then when Mm. you do find that you know you want to take that it will happen you will it will happen and you'll Mm. do it bit by bit and you'll make yourself proud and you'll be like you know just just feeling so empowered so it's so happy with yourself and and that's hard it's rare it's rare to feel that when you've had something that you know you feel like you're just blocked for your whole life and so, mm. yeah, just just doing these little things for yourself bit by bit um, and knowing that, you know, you can. You just have to, yeah, just love on yourself till you're able. <laughs> so what is like a, um, so obviously we've spoken about like supplements um, and that kind of thing. If someone is like, listen to this podcast and like they wake up tomorrow and they're like okay like I'm gonna start this like what what um are like easy kind of like meals you could recommend to someone like who you know doesn't want to like spend hours having to do meal prepping you know but they Mm. really do want to like take control and be a bit healthier like do you have any like I don't know easy quick things um for people that are like starting out yeah get 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 close with your oven or your air fryer mm. you know <laughs> yeah listen you you get yourself say five seasonings um even if this is like basic if you don't enjoy cooking but you do enjoy good food and you don't want to feel tempted to do you know the things that you you shouldn't um which is fine once in a while anyway um get yourself five basic seasonings maybe even throwing a couple fancy ones mm. um get yourself some you know looked after if you, protein so make sure it's good quality protein um dash it in the oven put cut up cut up a uh cut up a sweet potato cut up a pepper maybe even on a day where you've got half an hour cut up loads of sweet potato and pepper (laughs) and put that in a container just when you you know you're only going to do it once a week just chop away you don't have to do it keep the skin on do you know 
um season up some chicken breasts or some mm. you know some salmon and just oven 25 20 minutes mm. take it out done don't have to look at it don't have to go back air fryer I saw someone make a meal I couldn't believe she put that in a pot and then came back 40 <laughs> minutes later I was like if my kitchen was bigger I would have three of them just in case one broke <laughs> so I, I need to, to, to educate yeah, everyone as a tech please. person an as a te- so an air fryer is basically it's a little bit like a microwave but it's okay. like instead of frying in oil you're frying it in vectored air and um okay. so basically you don't have to use any oil now like as black people we should be reducing the amount of oil that we use because mm-hmm. you don't know that everything we cook has bare oil in it I literally yesterday I I probably I mixed dinner and breakfast together and I whisked some eggs with some spice with some spices put some crunchy nut in a freezer bag bashed it up dipped my chicken in dipped it in shook it in the crunchy nut put it on the fryer low oil nothing and in the air fryer for about half an hour and uh my my partner was literally like okay I'm going for seconds and then he had the rest for lunch <laughs> and it, it really only took me like 20 minutes the air fryer I think is the best because you can set it to a timer it will turn off I'm getting one and I and because we're both really bad one. with memory it means that if you are one of the people who are going to forget your your cooking you're not going to burn mm. it because you've set a specific mm. time yeah. it will turn off that's brilliant. So I really, yeah. I really, really do support air fryer. I say ADHD even friendly. ADHD friendly over the <laughs> oven because you will not burn your food. <laughs> mm. I, yeah, see, I, I didn't even know that it turns off. I haven't got one, but I, I've heard all about them through lockdown and I went for dinner at someone's house and saw what it does. Like, I was like, how come, you know, do you need any help in the kitchen? And she was like, it's in the air fryer. So I was like, okay, mm. we're having a simple meal. It's fine. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> I was like, you know, it was not. It was, she, all these vegetables, uh, oh, uh, it was lovely. And also, you know, just on a, a super easy version and a, a super kind of, well air fryer turns off so that's ticking loads of boxes mm-hmm. but getting like um and I went for a time where I at the moment I, I love cooking I'm, I'm back loving it I I enjoy cooking every day but when I weren't I would just get these like nice um freezer meals like these you know these health companies make versions and it's like a little mm. silver tray and it's got yeah. like loads of vegetables I've yeah, got some of them yeah, and I would just dash dash them in the oven with whatever protein. They're good. Oh, I, would, I would grab one. Yeah, mindful chef potatoes do them. as well. If you, and like if... all plants do them, they're proper healthy mm, and yeah. easy. You just put it in the oven or put it in the microwave. Well, micro. Yeah, but it's good. Yeah, and and yeah, it's also just just googling like twenty minute meals. You'll be surprised what you find, and mm. and you 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 know, and and also if you don't hate cooking, but you just think it's so long and you can never be bothered. When you find 20 minute meals and you do them and they actually take 20 minutes yeah. and you yeah. taste it, that again, remember with, if you, if you don't produce as much dopamine, you don't feel rewarded easy. And so that is very rewarding. You'll want to mm. do it again. You'll, and then you might, you never know, your new hyper-focus might mean that you turn into a chef. 
Yeah, <laughs> recipe boxes are good as well. Like mm. um, Gusto, they you can pick it. Like it's kind of fun. It's almost like you're getting a takeaway. You know, you're picking all your recipes. Mm, yeah, but you that can also well. pick. Yeah, like how um, they have a lot of healthy recipes on there. Loads of different ones. Mm. But they tell you exactly how long they're meant to take. The instructions are really clear, um, and it can mm. be a bit of fun, like a game. I think, yeah that's quite a good way to like get on top at least to start off you know like to get you into mm-hmm. the mood of it you know exactly what's yeah. coming every evening but as well having a couple of those like if you know because I could say right now spend a day meal prepping put stuff that you've already cooked in the freezer ready for another day and I I, I always encourage that if you've got leftovers just make one container of leftovers you might actually like cooking a few times a week but if mm. you make one little container of leftovers for every meal you've mm. got a, a freezer full of home yeah, meals. yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. the following week you might not want to cook but you've got that from last week that from that day mm-hmm. so even just you know be taking some leftovers and putting it straight aside um but also again ready meals the the healthy ones for the days where you do feel like just ordering uber eats and mine was like several kfc meals a night <laughs> um and sometimes you know if if i do it at five i'll be doing it at eight again and and if that's the 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 kind of the where the energy is then that can happen mm. if you've got stuff that you can just literally put in the oven or I don't really I don't want to promote microwaves but they are what they are they, they, they do what mm. they do um just doing that it's, it's better than you know having all of these oils and stuff and yeah I'm finding healthy alternatives so as well if you do like cooking like my family's Jamaican and the way mm. that I learned to cook rice and peas included lots of butter and mm. believe it or not half a cup of brown sugar <laughs> <laughs> And so oh now, God. you know, and so now I I use only olive oil. It tastes different. Um, I use low, you know, light coconut milk instead of coconut cream. Still tasted. It's got a different taste to it. You can, you know, you might think, okay, so uh, a vegan made this. You know, and I'm not. But you, you know, when you can taste something different, like yeah, yeah. yeah. But. But it, I've done it deliberately. I've made these swaps that I can that make things I can still get. I only use olive oil. Uh, where before, even if I was making, you know, broccoli butter, I was doing it in butter. No, but but it does it does you can't deny it does taste yeah. good. <laughs> it's it does taste good. It does. But so I can still, you know, not so I can still have these things, and it and it's funny because. I, I sometimes when I'm cooking for people for the first time and I think I know they're enjoying it but I wonder how they'd feel if I had really tried to make them <laughs> like with the butter and stuff I'm like they haven't got a, they don't know what they're missing but I will not introduce them yeah. <laughs> but yeah so just making those swaps small things yeah just, yeah yeah mm. taking away the option really and if you don't buy butter then you're you can't yeah. use it in your yeah. cooking it's as simple as that yeah. and, and dairy is also uh you know inflammatory mm. and so swapping mm-hmm. swapping dairy for you know yeah. nuts and stuff well, and being conscious and... of your dairy some mm, yeah, a, a little, little bits of dairy are good they can have like like yeah. yogurt, for example a little bit of yeah. days everything in moderation biotics. yeah yeah everything yeah. in moderation but yeah yeah but it is it has got inflammatory properties so it's why yeah you mm. you just have to know and everyone's body is different 
Mm. Some people think that they're lactose intolerant, but they're not. They're just inflamed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <Talonose>. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to do a gastroenterologist. Like, <laughs> I, oh, really? Yeah, stomach cramps all the time, oh, multiple wow. times a day. Like, but I, I after the at the start, I just be like, oh, I have brownie and ice cream for dessert. It's fine. And then the next day, stomach cramps like yeah but I can't do anything I'm just like in the fetal position in my bed like I can't do anything but then a few days later I'll be like hey you Forget, know what yeah. I need ice cream and everyone's like you literally can't like are you sure you should have you think you're like doesn't I'm like you know what it's been eating cheese all my life I'm fine <laughs> literally like Right, I actually can't. Or sometimes it's like, oh, I know, I'm, like I used to have a a thing with cheese. I don't anymore because mm-hmm. uh, I healed my gut. But before, when I would eat like a pizza, a slice of pizza, I would be like, I know I'm gonna get a stomachache, but I don't yeah. care. <laughs> and I'll eat yeah, three that's more what slices. I'm like I'll be like, wine. I already yeah. know I'm gonna feel ill. So I'm just gonna eat all yeah. of it. Me as well. That's what I'm like with wine. <laughs> I like. I'm like I'm already I know done tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally. What's five more. It's yeah. Five- well, it's pick your battles yeah it's like really do, i'm do not I, fighting today <laughs> do i want to do i want to go through the devastation of saying no or will i have a day where i am non-communicative tomorrow yeah. uh, tomorrow is yeah. fine i'll deal with it yeah it's a bit mad but I think I just need to heal my gut and then maybe I'll heal. Yeah, just heal your gut. It literally like, <laughs> it, the freedom is so beautiful. But it's hard, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah I need And then to. you introduce, you just do like elimination. You get little, rid of loads of bits. things yeah, and you yeah. introduce things and then you'll start to actually learn for yourself what you can't have. And it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> can't wait. More stomach cramps pending. <laughs> Right, it's been really interesting having you on the show um it's been really interesting like listening to I mean so we've covered so much it's like quite overwhelming <laughs> definitely gonna need to do a second episode but um Kezi do you want to just do a quick recap in terms of the things that we've covered yeah um so we kind of started um just kind of talking about like how self-awareness can help um, in terms of understanding medication and how that's affected you, how that's affecting you. Um, And also then in understanding how different foods affect you in different ways um, and working out like a a nice plan for you. Um, We spoke about taking like small milestones Um, you know not trying to like completely change your whole lifestyle start away and and taking really small like accomplishable steps um, so that you don't get discouraged Um, and then we also spoke about supplements um, in particular tyrosine which seems to be like the golden supplement uh, which I'll definitely be trying um and we explored some other ones like magnesium b6 uh 5htp um and a few more which we'll list on the episode notes as well uh just so that everyone could um keep tabs of that um we kind of explored um 
and like definitely want to explore this more just about like the crossovers um things like uh having a sensitivity to uh yeast for example um i think we spoke about which uh did you speak about magnesium metal Mercury, no, mercury, um, and how like having those sensitivities in our bodies can actually like mirror a lot of ADHD symptoms. Same with CPTSD. Um, I think that'd be a really, really interesting um, episode, uh, future episode. Um, and finally, we spoke about some really cool tech, <laughs> which is an air fryer, which I'm definitely <laughs> buying because that just sounds like an absolute dream um and a really healthy way to cook meals without oil um which is again just like another tick box of um a, a way to like start building up a healthy lifestyle while you know with minimum minimum effort kind of thing uh mm -hmm. so yeah was there anything you wanted to add tyler penny did i miss anything um oh just like time boxing was it time boxing time blocking and yeah. Yeah. yeah and just making sure you add in positive things into that so like mm. breaks, watching tv watching youtube things that will keep you interested for the rest of the day it's about longevity yeah staying positive yeah. and yeah i mean i've had really great time today um <laughs> it's been fun i mean most of the episodes are i mean all of the episodes i've been on have been so <laughs> yes i just want to thank you for sitting with us talking to us educating mm. on such an important topic i've learned a shed load um i'm sure kezi and all the listeners will have as well um if our listeners would like to connect with you how can they get in touch do you have a website or like I am um, I recently just my website weren't really reflecting what I was doing so I'm mm -hmm. updating it but I will I will probably just Instagram for now keep it simple penny bells <laughs> um when you go on there there's um different like I've got a little art page do lots of like therapeutic art bits mm. um, I haven't really posted on there in ages but also the work that I'm doing um separately with a healthcare a company called Kygo um, you'll you'll see them linked to my bio as well and we do a lot of like pathways and retreats and stuff to help mm. yeah to help with all of this kind of stuff plus more um, but yeah Penny Bell on Instagram and everything will be announced and updated on there even though I am on a social media break <laughs> I might not be by the time this I might not be by the time this comes out though I pop on every now and again but um, yeah, I will update everything on Instagram. So catch Yay. me over there. Thank you so, so much for today and for being so vulnerable with us and honest and sharing so much of your experience, um, just like from the heart. So now I've, I've also just found that really um, like quite beautiful, you know, mm, to know you. that to, to have someone share their story and I think for a lot of us um when you're in the middle of it it's like it's very inspiring to hear someone that's also been in the middle of it and been at the bottom and been at the top again and and yeah. how they've worked their way through it and yeah so thank you so for that thank you thank you for inviting me and for yeah for doing this it's 
it's lovely and and like I said before if it weren't for people having normal conversations about certain things mm. I wouldn't have you know been able to take take a step into into different mm. things like medication so yeah, yeah I love what you're doing <laughs> keep it up and I'm coming back so we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll find we'll find the topic yes <laughs> um thank you um so to our listeners please don't forget um please don't forget that you can reach out to us with a message for our dear babes advice episodes um you can send us a voice note or a written message by clicking on the links on the show notes thanks again for listening if you like today's episodes please feel free to follow so you don't miss future episodes if you so please if you could leave us a rating and a review and let everyone know your thoughts See you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of ADHD Babes, the podcast. If you're a black woman or non-binary person and need help and support in managing your ADHD or advice on diagnosis, please visit ADHDbabes.com. No clinical diagnosis is required to join. Join us in two weeks for a new episode. Until then... All the love from the ADHD Babes team.